well, we kind of skipped that part. We're missing a whole bunch of other erogenous areas. And the good news, here's the bad news, is that men and women that both have nipples can both experience good nipple play and okay. both have nipple gasms. Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? <laughs> but when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey. How How do you do you? Welcome to a very nipply episode. It's a tit-bit nipply out it's here. It's a tit-bit nipply. That's, it is. It's going to be. It is. For the next 40 minutes in your ears. And it's also cold out right now. It is. Where we are. I'm yeah. cold right now in this moment. My toesies are cold. My fingies. The nipples of the feet. <laughs> the nipples of the feet and <laughs> are chilly. I guess, yeah, I'm a, I have 10 nipples on my hands. Yeah, just nipples everywhere. Um, I also have this little birthmark. It might be gone now, but it always looked like a nipple. A tiny nipple. Huh. Like an ant. Did, did anyone ever tell you it looked like a nipple or is no. that just your own observation? Just you just knew. Some things you intuit as an empath. <laughs> um, and your okay hand nipple you was it. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Not everyone's on my level. So I don't know at all if our listeners are intuitive and can tell that this episode will be about nipples. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Ball <Shocker>. drop. <laughs> if you didn't already catch that. Um, it's about how to get pleasure from your nipples. Mm-hmm. Nipple orgasm, if you've ever heard of it. Yeah. So obviously we've talked about all parts of the body mm-hmm. and how to use them in a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. But I feel like nipples really aren't something that we've gotten into in any significant capacity. Haven't motorboated our face into those nipples uh-uh, yet. Uh-uh, not, not yet. We haven't gotten face balls deep. I don't know. Face balls deep in nipples. Well, I feel like because they've just been kind of considered accessories in a lot yes. of our, I mean, in the world. And, in- and we did have an episode <laughs> about nipples as accessories. Did. Oh, we did. We absolutely yeah. did. Fake nipples. Fake nipples. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like actually focusing on them is like the big kit and caboodle of like pleasure. Yes. Which I didn't assume could be a thing. No. But every single body can have a nipple orgasm if you put your head to it. And your hands. And your hands and, and your mouth. Possibly your mouth. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, some tools. You can always bring in some outside tools. Where are they going to get these tools? Freezer. Nope. I was thinking our guest. Oh, I was thinking ice. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking we could like one ice, two step into a candle. <laughs> introduce I don't know. Like our guest. Where do you get tools? <laughs> Hardware. Lowe's. Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere else? Um, you know, just the the stores. But where you're gonna get some good sex tools today is from Dr. Heather Barto. So she is a practicing OBGYN, an author, speaker, podcast host, and just so sweet and funny. Mm-hmm. So and, funny. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I just loved talking with her about nipples. Cause who knew you could talk for a good amount of time? Like that was yeah. a time in our day yeah. um, about nipples, but it's because of Heather. Because, it's because we love of Heather. Heather and she's a great person to talk to. Lots of good tips and you will have 
a lot of ideas about how to give yourself a nipple orgasm. You're going to have a tit of a time. Tit of a time. <laughs> tit for tat. Yeah. And In a good way. On that note, we'll <laughs> see, see you on the other side. Yep. Bye. Bye. So hi, I'm Dr. Heather Bartos. I'm an OBGYN and sexologist, I guess I'll say, <laughs> located just outside Dallas, Texas. Awesome. Well, we're so happy to have you on today because we really want to get into nipple gasms. We've mm-hmm. heard about it a few times from a few different guests, but never explored it because we're like, what the fuck is that? Like, how? <laughs> how do you do that? Yeah. Um, but before that excitement, <laughs> I think it can be a little nerve wracking to have someone hyper focus on your nipples sometimes if you're a little insecure. So can we talk about like nipple normalization, areola normalization, kind of how everything looks. <laughs> yeah. So your nipples are a lot like vulvas. You know, everyone's kind of worried these days about how does my vulva look, you know, and that's the outer lips of the vagina. I know we kind of call all of that down there vagina, but it's actually the lips on the outside are called the vulva. And everyone's worried about how theirs compares to everyone else. I get that question all the time. Does mine look okay? Does mine look old? Mine look, and I'm like, there's no norm for vulvas. We don't have vulva beauty pageants. We don't, I mean, (laughs) it is what it is down there, you know? And I think a lot of that has been done by probably men, you know, over years that we think we have to look a certain way and, oh my gosh, there's a gray hair down there, or there's some saggage after a couple of babies or whatever. We somehow feel like it's less than, she still does a great job and nipples are the same way. And the nipple is actually the part that kind of sticks out, you know, the part that gets erect. And then the areola is kind of her sister around there. It's kind of like the Christmas tree with the Christmas tree skirt. (laughs) And the Christmas tree skirt is the one that we always talk about. That's the round wide part Mm -hmm. that has like the little bumps in it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. women always ask me what those are. And those are normal areolar anatomy. And, you know, I think what's really interesting about areolas, they had kind of a heyday a couple of years ago because there was a company that would match your areolar color and they would say that was your perfect lipstick color and they were matching areolar colors for lipsticks. Oh my God. I, I know. I never did it. Kind of like that a lot. I really want one. <laughs> I know. They say it's the perfect color, color for your lips, whatever your areola. And I can't talk about breasts without like pointing at mine a lot or even touching them. So I'll be touching them the whole time we're talking today. <laughs> Fair. Um, so, um, but yeah, the areola is, it can get bigger in pregnancy. It can get smaller um, after menopause. It can get darker. And some women, they have a disorder called Raynaud's, which actually is a blood circulation issue. And it can actually get very small and blue. So the areola tells a lot about what's going on with our hormonal health as well. Wow. I literally had no idea it could be so telling and kind of like shape shift. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh insane. Oh my God. So what did you say that the bumps around your areola were? So those are called Montgomery ducts and they're basically just, just glands that we have there on the outside and they're kind of like a barometer for what's going on around the breast and they tell the breast kind of what to do because the breast's main function, main function in life of course is to produce milk for an offspring Um, and so they're there to kind of help that process along they're not necessary and sometimes they can get clogged i know a lot of women asking about nipple hair and oh oh my gosh this hair sprouted up and is that normal and a random hair here and there is completely 
completely normal. Um, a whole row of hairs, not as normal. We usually will look into hormonal health for that. But yeah, everyone kind of has that like that random chin hair that shows up every now and then that mm-hmm. like you pluck out like in the school line while yep. you're waiting for your kid. <laughs> I wouldn't pluck the nipple hair while you're waiting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe don't whip out your maybe not while you're waiting for your kid. Your boob around school. Yeah. I remember what's going to happen if you start plucking out your nipple hair on the school line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a PSA. I remember when I was like starting to go through puberty and I started to get those little bumps. Mm-hmm around my nipples and I like was really scared and I told my mom and then she asked the doctor like what are these and she was like oh that means uh her breasts are gonna start growing and they never really came they through never really <laughs> and it just oh. it felt really uh, like I was set up and I mean they grew a little bit but uh I always thought like when a new one came I'm like that means they're about to get way bigger um what and that prank. never I know it was oh. not funny he was like matured as opposed to grown because right yeah. we all think bigger is is better exactly um, and certainly back when we were all younger boobs were the thing i mean that was it yeah now it's butts but but back then it was boobs i know yeah my my need and want for boobs still hasn't gone away <laughs> I really want them. That used to be the only thing I'd pray for when I was a kid. And I, when I would pray, I'd be like, I just really want boobs. I just really want boobs. Your entire relationship with God is solely based on getting tits. That's all and I that's know. why you're not very religious anymore. I know. But he that's me out. not really what you build a religion on. He kicked me out of Christianity. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You're done. Anyway. Well, from nipples to... God, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back to nipples. Um, okay. Thank you so much for all of that. I didn't know any no. of that. That no. is so important. I had no idea that it was an indication of health. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about playing with them. So <laughs> mm-hmm. nipple play. What is that? Why should we be exploring it? Yeah, because it it's for? really not something I've ever... Spent too much time. Too on. much time on. Yeah, I've like kind of done it. it it's but. kind of like the forgotten part of the show. And you know, yeah. if you guys were friends devotees, and you remember when Monica did the seven erogenous zones, and she was like, there was a one, a one, two, one, two, three, and one of those was the nipples. But of course, then she went with the seven, seven, yeah. seven. You know, <laughs> and then the number seven is we've been taught that that's where all the pleasure is, is down south in the vaginal area and with mm-hmm. the clitoris and everything. But the nipple is is kind of, it's higher up, closer to the brain where a lot of our pleasure hormones come from. And even when we're nursing, you know, we release oxytocin while we're nursing, which is what bonds us with our babies. And it's also what makes breastfeeding not suck terribly. <laughs> That's the same hormone we release when we're orgasming down south. So the hormones are really the same. And when we kind of skip that part, we're missing a whole bunch of other erogenous areas. And the good news, maybe the bad news, is that men and women that both have nipples can both experience good nipple play and okay. both have nipple gasms. That was my next question. Was that is it solely focused on like the bigger nipples that like women typically mm-hmm. have um, or can like men enjoy nipple play too? Because I feel like I've... Tr- like it's fun, you know, when you're like kissing a chest or something. And like, I was like, I don't know, this could be fun, but I don't know if I'm just like licking skin and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Or if it's because it's so small, it's like, are you getting any pleasure from this? 
I feel a little yes. silly. <laughs> they, they have the same kind of framework as, you know, we do. And then nipples are actually um, kind of set up in the womb before we ever have a gender assigned to us, really. So, um, so that's why men and women both have nipples. You know, it's like, you know, meet the parents. Well, I have nipples. Can you help me, Greg? You know, that whole thing. And, and the men don't have nipples physiologically speaking for, for milking needs, um, but they have it for other needs. And so they absolutely can feel pleasure, but it's going to be really strange for them and, and awkward in the beginning because they're not used to thinking about their nipples as as an area. I mean, we see porn and we see that men you know touching boobs and so it's always about these women's boobs like we both said you know we wanted bigger boobs because it was like a like a trophy see mm-hmm. i'm still touching my yeah. boobs and <laughs> um but no one ever talks or no one ever in, in, even in like porn even looks at men's nipples or does anything with them mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's going to be very awkward for men to kind of go there um but it's kind of a fun erogenous little foreplay to kind of see what happens when we do Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off so if we are using it within foreplay like how do we touch the nipple like what are some good ways to stimulate and get pleasure from it yeah so you know the nipple is in in my opinion kind of a lot like the clitoris i wouldn't compare it to a penis because that's like you know it's up and it's Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. but the clitoris and we talk about this when when we train kind of people on cutting lingus and you know you don't just sit there and just it's not an ice cream cone you don't just sit there and just (laughs) lick it and you don't bite it but sometimes it's the mix-up right it's the it's the it's the kind of the buffet of things that you can do to the nipple like the clitoris um that really makes it kind of exciting so it may be circular tongue action it may be a small small nibble you know just like guys don't like their penis nibbled on women don't like their clitoris nibbled on ouch you know a small little but not the the you know eight month old infant bite um (laughs) is a good thing to try sometimes actually playing with the areola sometimes you can actually just use your finger just to kind of get things kind of moving in a circular fashion too kind of like you're masturbating Mm. a clitoris and you know because we tell women 
before they have children, if you want to start contractions, if you want to start your uterus to work, you can sit there and actually either put on a breast pump or you can actually, we call it tune in Tokyo when we're telling them to do this, but basically yeah. get out some olive oil and start kind of just massaging the nipples a little bit and they can do kind of circular. And again, I don't know if everyone can, I'm actually doing all this <laughs> on, on, on this, but you can go circular. Some of them like just to go back and forth. I mean, very similar to masturbating your clitoris. It's kind of how that you would approach that for the nipple. Okay. That's a great description. I love when we can connect things like that. It's like, okay, we have done an episode on, you know, going down on somebody. Let's apply some of that knowledge. And I love all of your examples. Mm-hmm. So many things to do. I have so many things to do. And all those can still apply to like a smaller male nipple as well. Like back and forth and circular. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, everyone's a little different. Like mm-hmm. um, my husband won't listen to this podcast because he doesn't, that's our rule that we have is he doesn't <laughs> listen to anything that I do because I'm probably talking about him. Um, fair. That's he, fair. Has, he always is very erect. They're like, we call them carrot nibbles. My son calls them <laughs> carrot nipples in our house because they're always very erect. And, and so they're almost like desensitized. They're almost like callous sometimes kind of like a breastfeeding mom, like that's always being used. So he actually likes a firmer kind of pinch, touch, bite on the nipples. If there's anyone that to me, I'd probably send them through the roof. I'd be like, get <laughs> off. What the fuck is that? Miner's like, a lot more sensitive, you know? Like, I'm like, no, no, don't, don't touch, don't touch. So it's really kind of finding out, you know, it's kind of a fun, find out what your partner's into by saying, let's try this and let's see what you tell me what you like. It's a good communication tool too, mm-hmm. because we're not down in your muff and you're trying to explain what to do. They're up <laughs> right there. And so there's a lot more intimacy communication. Yeah. If you are specifically using your fingers or your hands, is it good to get lube involved? I think it's always nice to get some lube involved. And I, you know, I'm not a fan of the KY Astro. Mm-hmm. I mean, even for nipples, you can use, you know, a coconut oil, um, an olive oil. I wouldn't go with that really smelly extra virgin. It's good for pasta, but it always <laughs> smells like you're cooking. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that. Uh-huh. Um, but any kind of oil-based lube for the nipples, I mean, it's just moisturizing too. Um, there's even things like bio oil, which you can get, you know, over the counter places. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really um, moisturizing too. So, um, yeah, I think, I think lube's always a good idea for everything. Yeah. And thank you for specifying oil based ones too, because mm-hmm. I feel like I never really buy those because with condoms, you know, you can't really use those together, but that could be good for other areas of the body. Well, and I'm thinking about one that we do use often is we, oh, the Foria. Our Foria oil mm-hmm. and it right. has CBD in it mm-hmm. and the arousal oil. That would be yeah. so fun. Cause that, that was be another question that we had is like kind of incorporating toys and different things because there's the, what is that stuff that you got? Uh, the, the candle massage or what are you talking the, about? The like cooling nipple stuff. Oh, nipple bomb, like nipple chapstick yeah. thing. I don't even know. Yeah. Like, that was interesting. You know, and you think about some of the movies back, you know, again, when boobs were really kind of mainstream, you know, back in the day, like I'm talking like 80s, you guys <laughs> may not have been born then, but it was, um, you know, all the movies were about boobs. It was like you stared, and I just thought boobs were fascinating back then, but nine and a half weeks, I mean, they did the ice cube and the hot wax and all that on the nipple play. And then now you never see boobs in movies really anymore. I mean, you might get a gratuitous dick shot or, you know, a vagina shot but you don't ever really 
no one really focuses on the breasts anymore, but it's like a lost opportunity because they're pretty amazing. I still agree. <laughs> I also concur. <laughs> so with, if we want to incorporate ice or maybe hot wax, so would we just be like, you know, with ice going around the nipple, doing the same type of thing that you would with a finger or with a tongue. And then how would you use the hot wax? Yeah. So I would say, I mean, again, if your partner, if you're new to this, so like, let's say, you know, it's, it's going to be Saturday night and you're like, okay, we're going to try this. This is going to be our gameplay tonight is I would have a variety of things out (laughs) and, and see how far you want to go and your partner wants to go with it because they may try one thing and they're like, this is not comfortable yet in which Mm -hmm. case then great you know consent's always big we stop but i think doing the ice is traveling it up kind of the abdomen you know all the way up and you can circle around because the nipple is much more sensitive to cold and heat than Mm -hmm. the than the, the skin is so start going with circles maybe around the whole breast and then work your way in almost like a cinnamon roll kind of work your way on into the nipple and, and you can hold it up and just let it cool on the nipple for a little bit <laughs> so can you hope this is pretty on youtube so everyone can see this part it's so graphic it will um so then you can actually just rest it there you can hold it up and let the cold water drip on it because that's always just fucking sexy too it looks really cool and then the hot wax you know you want to switch from cold to hot sometimes pretty quickly so then you can bring out the wax again i would start on wax dripping on areas that are a little bit more that can take the heat a little bit easier like Mm -hmm. skin first to say is this okay is this not it's not too hot because you know you can burn those areas so and then i would just do the drips on the nipples and then you know you can sit there and play and crack it off and just you know you could do chocolate syrup you could do whipped cream just do yes what's the movie go to town um, I think your CBD oil is great. I would definitely use arousal creams for that too, because it's an erectile tissue, just like everything else. Arousal oh. cream. That could be good too. Yeah. Fun. Are there any other, you said um, like chocolate sauce or something, but any other like warm options that aren't wax if like fire isn't <laughs> your thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's your little fondue pot next yeah. to you. Little, <laughs> Hot cheese, maybe. I mean, you know, people are in all kinds of different things. And so the two of you may be like, you know what we love? We both love queso. Let's do queso <laughs> on our nipples. I mean, yeah. it can be anything. You know, of course, it can always get messy. So you want to put down towels and that kind of stuff. But yeah, anything really, is, as long as it's not something that's going to burn, mm-hmm. is totally on the table. You know, when mm-hmm. I got married, I wanted a ranch fountain uh, and they yes. didn't make me one <laughs> I, want, I loved ranch dressing so much i didn't want chocolate i want a ranch so i'm yeah. I maybe i'm gonna break out the ranch tonight for nipple play you know what i mean anything yes goes. oh my god i love a ranch fountain i'm pissed that they didn't make that for you yeah they wouldn't that yeah. is <laughs> that's so upsetting also you were the bride and nothing should be told no like, yeah, and I, I am, I'm still bitter about it, as you yeah. can see. So, so are we. You deserve to be. Now we're, yeah. Now, now you have a team of bitter people <laughs> on your side because you that know, is a crime. Get one just to own in the house. Just do it myself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you just need bigger, probably like nozzles. I don't know. Maybe not. It's not that different than chocolate. Just keep thinking yeah. about it. I'm figuring it out. You'll I'll solve let the you problem. know. Yeah. This. Yeah. This. yeah. Yeah. Do we you. A, a huge killing. <laughs> Do you have any like toy suggestions? So we've heard nipple clamps before. 
Um, I haven't necessarily tried those. They seem a little intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've tried like nipple balm that's kind of like minty, which is which was fun. It only lasted maybe a couple minutes. But are there any yeah. other toys that we could try out um, from like a sex store? That would be good for nipple play. I mean, nipple clamps, they're pretty clampy if I can just Mm -hmm. use that adjective. I mean, they're, they're good on a very erect nipple because there's some tissue to push back on the clamp a little bit. But Mm -hmm. if you weren't raring to go yet and your nipples were still kind of non-erect, it would, you would not probably like it. Um, There is a, there is a, a product called screen cream. It's usually a compounded prescription that we use for clitoral enlargement that has an arginine paste in it so it actually helps blood flow which you could use on your nipples as well it wouldn't hurt anything and it just kind of make that arousal kind of like your minty product but Mm -hmm. it would just bring blood flow faster and arginine is a amino acid that helps with blood flow products um and sometimes there's actually the whole breast kind of tie up clamp again holding my boob here um (laughs) This is hot. This is yeah. sexy, right? <laughs> this is so I'm thinking hot. right now, she is so sexy. <laughs> um, so, you know, tying up the breasts a little bit will actually, so if you see them, they'll tie up kind of like this little bandeau top around the breasts. And that actually will help bring blood flow, which can make the nipple a lot more sensitive too. Okay. And then, yes, I had some people use electric shocks on the nipples. That is advanced nipple play because you really want to trust your partner for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of getting into some of our kink stuff. Um, and I think any any average vibrator is a great way for women to start this process with themselves because you can literally just put your vibrator on there and see what works for you and figuring out what works for you is part of the game here. Mm-hmm. And then you can bring that to your partner too. But yeah, an old fashioned Jackrabbit 2000 will get things going too. You can break out the sucker devices, the new clitoral I was just going to ask about that. Oh, yeah. I just, you can break that out too. Yeah. Oh. I have a favorite and I just got Emma one for her birthday. Yeah. So. And it's perfectly oh. nipple shaped. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. So you can use that. And then some women I have, they actually still have their breast pumps from when they were pregnant and they'll break that out just to kind of get things kind of blood flowed and erect down there too and that's totally fine as well so isn't all it may be actually from the baby store not just from the sex shop but yeah it's all viable options <laughs> just go to target in the baby section and get yourself a breast pump let's go <laughs> wow oh my gosh well i know what i'm trying tonight so there's so many things yeah. that you can do you've really opened up my mind opened it oh my up my god I've never thought of playing with my nipples in order to reach orgasm, though. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how does that work? So it's interesting. So nipple gasm, the idea is that you can have an orgasm from your nipples, is actually been around a long time. And actually, the people that used to use it were actually the people that, the very strict religious people that didn't want to have any intercourse or vaginal play, they used to use their nipples. Creative. Because huh? that was pretty safe, right? You couldn't get pregnant from it, and you could still have a great time. And the thing is, they're all kind of on the same nerve line. So if we were dogs, then we would have a line of nipples going straight down, all the way down into like the pelvis. So when you look at your puppy, she's got all those little nipples down the side. Mm-hmm. That actually is the whole nipple line, and that's what the nerve is. The nerve actually reaches all the way down into the uterus and the clitoris and the vagina. So you can directly stimulate all those areas by working on the nipples. Oh, my God. Wow. So with enough, with enough massage and playing with the nipples, you're either one – 
foreplaying what's going to happen later down south and actually extending the vagina, getting the vagina ready for more orgasms. Or you can actually fully orgasm once you kind of get used to it just from nipples alone. So when you say kind of get used to it, do you mean like that much nipple stimulation? Like once you're used to like focusing for an extended amount of time? Exactly. When you've kind of found your Zen for it, you know, like, so we're all taking our vibrators tonight to the bedroom, right? And we're all going to sit there and play with our own nipples. And at first you'd be like, oh, it's a little sensitive. I need to stop. And that's okay. You know, we say the same thing with sex, right? They're not always every time is it, is everything ready for everything. So as you start to kind of get to know what your nipples like, just the first, like the first time you masturbated, you didn't really know what you were going to fully do. And then now, you, you know, women can masturbate and orgasm in less than three minutes because they know their bodies and they know what it needs to take. You'll be able to do that with your nipples as well. Dang. I don't have your mouth like open. <laughs> I know. Well, I had no idea that it could be something that you got used to enough like masturbation where it could go yeah. within minutes. Well, and that makes sense that like, because for me, I'm like, no, there's no way that I could orgasm from my nipples. Like there's mm-hmm. no way that I could have a nipple gasm, but it's not something that I like practice, practice. or have tried. And it's like, did I have an orgasm the first time I masturbated? No, I yeah. did not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I would even call it masturbation at that point, but exactly. Yeah. Cause I also thought that this was going to involve a lot of like mindful breathing and like getting yourself there mentally. Cause I didn't think that you could only have an orgasm from your nipples from like sensation alone. It would have to be spiritual. It'd have to be a spiritual (laughs) thing. So the fact that it can just be like getting used to that sensation feels like a superpower that I have yet to uncover. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And does it feel like, how a clitoral orgasm could feel like very does it feel like down to your vulva yeah so you know it's the the you know since the nipple activates the same areas the brain the genital sensory cortex as everything else down south penis vulva vagina other genitals then absolutely it can feel like a vaginal orgasm more like a vaginal orgasm than a full like clitoral orgasm it's going to be a deeper kind of a deeper orgasm and um i forgot to mention earlier that feathers are really good too feathers are excellent i bet I mean, I wouldn't go find a pigeon, like a dead pigeon, yeah. on the road, like, a feather, but I'm saying like, you know, a really nice feather, you know, like. So don't find the dead bird carcass and pluck, yeah, just maybe that purchase. That like a recipe for an infection of some kind. That's so. not a DIY situation. <laughs> okay. No on Amazon, I'm sure they have feathers. Yeah. Okay, great. No, perfect. Okay, so like a deeper feeling. That is crazy. That's- That's incredible. Is there a best way to reach a nipple orgasm or is it like your your mouth versus your fingers? Um, I think a combination is probably the best, you know, like I, I don't personally like, you know, a lot of women will orgasm with just pure oral sex alone, but I think it's nice to like mix it up. Right. Like I just kind of, I'm like a fan of the mix it up kind of girl kind of stuff. So, um, but you can, absolutely. You can do just mouth. Now, a lot of men, I mean, I'm sure we have lesbian couples that listen mm-hmm. here too, but a lot of men, they kind of just go straight for the, uh, I'm just going to like breastfeed on you, which is yeah. not going to, do it like that's just not going to be enough so you're going to have to have a really a partner that's really into the very nuanced like light touch licking again same same guy who hopefully is down on your clit because you know you know how some guys can just be like 
uh, <laughs> you know, hot and like you're like that's not doing anything dude that's so you know it's I can do neat, that. but it's also kind of fun because the nipples are just you don't have to worry about like how it smells a lot of them are worried about mm. how they smell down there when they're getting oral sex and so you know most everyone's boobs smell like everything else of theirs and so it's also a lot um it's more fun to kind of play with it mm-hmm. a little bit so i think when people are playing they'll use different things more because you know i would say yeah. don't expect the orgasm don't for the nipplegasm but it's the it's like the awesome like after show because everything else is going to feel really good too so the light touch the feathers going harder maybe nipple clamps eventually you know if that's right for you and if it's not then that's fine maybe light biting it doesn't have to be anything you can just also pinch mm-hmm. you know we don't have to go buy a bunch of fancy stuff i mean i wouldn't you know chip clips and all that i wouldn't again probably use chip <laughs> clips on my nipples but i mean you could in a pinch <laughs> in a pinch <laughs> my chip clips are scary yeah you got, I got like wow. pretty gold ones mm. that i think are actually for office use because i just like the way they look better i won't be using those like those ones that you have to like unclamp from the sides and then you, you pinch <laughs> yeah. it's just like holy yeah. shit and some of them, like actually have, like teeth i wouldn't yeah. do that no, no teeth don't encourage no teeth no teeth you know nice and smooth things it is definitely less vulnerable at least in my head mm-hmm. like you were saying like i totally get the i'd be willing to try different things mm-hmm. too yeah but that gave me two other questions so the first one was if you are you know engaging in nipple play on somebody would you be if you're like using your mouth on one should you be using your hand on the other should you be always like just simultaneously like doing both yeah. nipples yeah i get your question like yeah. should like both both of them get love at the exactly same time kind of thing? exactly um i wouldn't i mean okay. you can absolutely it's a lot of work for the person that's doing it because you're trying mm-hmm. to like lick here and like lightly rub there and it may mm-hmm. start to become too much on one or the other i would just focus attention on one breast and then move to the other one before they've actually nipple gasm you know mm-hmm. move it back and forth so that you know both of them are getting that that sensory upload to the brain um but yeah that could be kind of like patting your head and rubbing your tummy it could get yeah. like difficult after a while and then you might find that it's just too much so i would stick with okay. one breast than the other I'm glad I asked because in my head I was like, "You gotta do both." I you actually, can't nipple gasm yeah. without both. I completely now I forgot. I have a picture in my head. I'm like thinking, "What licking?" And then you're kind of like wax on, wax off on the other <laughs> side, like Mr. Miyagi, and you're like, "I don't." I that would be hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, if like the ranch found, if we can build it, let's do it. <laughs> if we can do it, I'm yeah, in. I'm in. My other question was, you know, I have alluded to the size of my breasts. Uh, <laughs> they're like smaller. They're small. Um, does that matter? Does size matter in terms of ability to have a nipple orgasm or like to experience pleasure from nipple play? You know, I don't think that size matters. Okay. Because your nipple and your areola should be really the average size. Mm-hmm. It's just the actual fibroglandular breast tissue that will be smaller on a woman. So I say you have just as good a time as everyone else does. <laughs> yes. There you go, Cass. Yay. <laughs> I'm that glad. was for both of us. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Two ladies, four Everything. <laughs> But I'm glad you asked about like dual stimulation too, because in my head, I was picturing both being stimulated with mm-hmm. nipple play, but not 
necessarily picturing how both were getting stimulated. Mm -hmm. So, but with one getting like mouth and the other getting like fingers, the fingers one would feel like rug burn after a while. I feel like. Unless you use the oil. Unless you use the oil, but I just don't like too much focus with fingers. I don't mind Mm -hmm. a lot of focus with the mouth or the tongue, but with fingers, I don't like that a lot. Yeah. So that was good. Good. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just really excited to use the, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm really excited to use the Foria arousal oil. That's yeah. how, cause it like, that's good down there. So <laughs> I'm really excited to see what it's like up here. Up, up her. <laughs> and I think, you know, honestly, like there's so much that we haven't even approached with nipples mm-hmm. yet that, that there's all kinds of things out there that we can start doing with them that we just haven't ever done before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So on that same coin, is there anything that like we didn't bring up about nipple orgasms or nipple play that you feel like needs to be talked about? Well, you know, one thing I'm, I'm really cautious about with my patients is, you know, um, lack of orgasm and orgasm is shame. So mm. I always tell women, if you don't orgasm nipple gasm from your nipples, it doesn't mean that you're broken. It doesn't mean that they don't work or that you've done it wrong. It just may be that we haven't found the right thing for you yet with your nipples. So kind of like when you first start masturbating, you didn't always orgasm. And sometimes you just don't feel like orgasming. Right? You're like, oh, fuck it. I'm just getting, I'm done for the day. It's just not going to happen. Same thing with the nipple orgasm. You know, I now that there's these A spots and the U spots and the G, and everyone thinks, oh my God, I have to keep up with all these spots and have all these spot orgasms. Same thing with the nipple orgasm. They're great and they're just fun to play with. And if you don't nipple orgasm, it's not a big deal. It's going to feel good regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Definitely. Not everything has to be successful for mm-hmm. you, but I think everything, if you're interested, is worth a shot. Exactly. Um, it's the journey, not the destination. Yes. That always kind of matters. Yes, absolutely. I'm just so excited. I haven't thought, I don't know. It's just crazy how little I've thought about my nipples. And I'm really grateful that we spent some time thinking about them. Not mm-hmm. mine in particular, but everybody's. <laughs> about Cass's nipples. Um, do you have any other questions? I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. You covered so much. So where can our listeners continue to connect with you after this episode? Because, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Dr. Heather Bartos, and I have my own, uh, I'll call it my blog, my podcast blog, and I'm trying to make that be a real world, but Webster didn't pick it up this year. Uh, my own blog, The Me Spot, which is on Apple and Spotify, where I basically just talk about all this random shit once a week, and um, the one I'm coming up soon is uh, threesomes, we've done squirting, we've done regret and shame, so it's just kind of a visit to the gyno's office, mm-hmm. but a lot more fun. <laughs> titty, titty, boom, boom. <laughs> How long have you been holding that in? I haven't. That was the first thing that came to my head when you pressed start. Do you remember that now. book, Chicka, Chicka, Boom, Boom? Yeah. Uh, is it Chicka? Oh, Chicka, Chicka, Boom, Boom. That was like the alphabet book. Yeah, with the coconut trees. I was thinking Chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. <laughs> um, slightly different. Slightly different. Yeah. Um, so have you tried, we talked about using our satisfier in the episode for nipple mm-hmm. play. Have you tried that yet? I haven't tried it yet. Have you? I've hovered. I've hovered, I've hovered. over <laughs> my nipple. A COVID safe version. It's actually like, it, you can feel it in like a cute way. It's not like a weird way. It's okay. like, oh, 
I can see how that would work. Like levitating, like it's starting to come up. Well, up. yeah, because like you, I just, I wasn't super in the mood to start like doing anything. So I just yeah. wanted to see if I could like feel the pulsations and you definitely could. Wow. And it was like, it was fun. So yeah. I'm excited to kind of <laughs> go all in, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, uh, but so I haven't done that with my satisfier, but I was messing around with my partner at one point and I like had a blindfold on him and I did try and put it on his balls and he didn't like it. He said it oh, you did. You <laughs> I did, did talk about that. that? Yeah. Okay. I forget. Yeah. I think we were doing kink. It's Emma okay. do kink. We were talking about blindfolds and you're like, oh, oh yeah. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. So I guess maybe not everybody part, but I'm excited to try nipples. I forgot about yeah, yeah. Are you someone that has like enjoyed mouth on nipples? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that like a part of your foreplay? Would you say? I would say yeah. Sometimes, not all the time. Yeah, but I have a very specific way I like <laughs> my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds. And I personal. will accept nothing, <laughs> nothing less, less or more. <laughs> I, okay, so. Go on. All right. Just if you're gonna get FYI. personal, get all the way. I mean, I do. I do like just the general like swoop over the nipple. That sounds good. That's fun. Great. But <laughs> I like it underneath the areola, like on the actual like breast tissue part. Hmm. It feels like you know how I tell you. So I have an ACL scar, and you know how I don't let you touch it because I feel it in a different spot. I've never tried to touch or it. I don't let so people you actually touch haven't it. told me not to. But if but, you touch um, the scar, I feel it somewhere okay. else. And that's kind of how it feels when like there's a tongue or your mouth on like the breast tissue part. It like feels like the mouth is all over because oh. like the tissue is like moving and it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Interesting. So I is it like a sucking or a... It doesn't have to be. It can be like a lapping. A lapping. I mean, even though that sounds disgusting, but like a lapping of that area, kind of like yeah. how you'd be making out with someone. Okay. Doing it yeah. like that. Like I like I like hickeys around there. Like I think that's fun to like oh, suckle. Yeah. And- <laughs> you had to use the word. I had to use the word suckle. So that's where I like started exploring. Honeysuckle. <laughs> honeysuckle. Well, that's what titty. we're gonna call that move. Oh a my god. Yes. I love a good honeysuckle. Oh um, my god. So I. DM. Would- TM. TM. We're taking that <laughs> now. Um, so I would suggest like that for anyone that enjoys like mouth play with their like breasts or something. Hey, you little sex expert. I am a sex expert and I feel like I need to <laughs> sprinkle that in. That's real. Anyway, so that's what I just wanted to add. That's fun. I feel like I'm not too adventurous and I'm excited to get more adventurous. Um, I've never sucked on anybody's nipple. Never done any honeysuckling yourself? No, I haven't. Should we should we use it for nipple sucking or just the move that I was referring to? I think just the move okay. that you were referring to. <laughs> Get real specific. Um yeah, that's the honey suck. The honey suck. The honey suck. Okay. Um fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's I feel great. like that wraps it up. I feel like that wraps it up. And what else will wrap it up is me saying thank you to Heather for being here today and being so much fun. And thank you to our listeners. Um I was trying to make a honeysuckle joke for suckling with me. Suckling onto this episode. Yeah, I didn't like it either. You go. Okay. <laughs> um, I won't make you uncomfortable, but I will 
ask you consensually to head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to Honey Do Me. It means so much to us. Leaving a written review just lights up our worlds, mm-hmm. especially if they're nice. We did get one one-star written review, and it said, said stupid, mind-numbing. That was my favorite thing <laughs> I think I've ever read about myself. So shout out to you. Uh, I think their name was like Possum94. And I loved it. I'm going to get it framed somewhere. Um, yeah, we prefer nice things, but, you know, sometimes you one slips through the cracks and slips through the tits and <laughs> it's a bad one. Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and leave whatever emoji represents I used I used mountains today. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe pointy. mountains. Yeah, pointy, like nipply. You nipply. Know? Okay, so. yeah. Use some mountains. Use some mounds. Use some... Is there mounds? I Fun bags. Use some fun bags, some money bags. <laughs> Just two of something, I guess. Yeah. Oh, boobs are all different shapes and sizes. So. Anyway, yeah. this has gone on. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see, see you next week. See you next week. week. Bye. Bye.